Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey there, this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am your host, Nina Perez, and we are here to discuss life topics to challenge and transform your thinking. Let's do this. Today, I have two guys that are going to kick your ass and transform your thinking. So I'm excited. We have Alan Lazaros. I hope I said that right. He is uh, 26 years old and he was involved in a nearly fatal car accident. So that made Alan start questioning everything. His father passed away in a car accident at the age of 28 when he was only two years old. And this really shook him up. And he started asking himself very tough questions in life. And so today he's a professional speaker, a business coach, a consultant, and the host of the Next Level University podcast, which is awesome. And we're going to talk about that. His partner is Kevin Palmieri. I hope I said that right. And after hitting his goal of a six-figure income, Kevin realized that there had to be more. So he had the car, he had the money, he had the typical American dream, but something was missing. So he took getting all of that to realize that what matters most is your thoughts. And that's how the Next Level University was born. So both Alan and Kevin believe in heart-driven but no BS approach to inspiring, motivating, and educating educating others and what it really takes to get to the next level. Now, when I saw the no BS thing, I'm like, that's my people. (laughs) (laughs) That's my people. I mean, this is no sugar added for goodness sakes, right? So I want to thank you both for being here. Um, I appreciate your time. I know that you're busy. I've been looking and watching, so I know you're busy. So uh, Alan, why don't we start with you really quick and just uh, introduce yourself to my audience, please. Anything you want to share? So uh, I appreciate the intro, strong intro. And energy. We yeah. love the energy. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so the no sugar added thing, the heart driven, but no BS. I think that uh, what I'll just say is this. On this episode, allow what we say. Okay, maybe maybe something will trigger you. Maybe something will offend you. Maybe something will be like, no, I don't believe that. Let it resonate. Let it shake the mm-hmm. snow globe because whatever lands for you will be more of your own unique truth. 
I'm not here, neither is Kevin, to tell you who you should be or what you should be. Instead, I'm here to try to teach you principles. And I'll tell your listeners what I tell my clients. I am afraid to offend you. I am afraid to appear arrogant. I am afraid to not be admired. I am afraid to be disliked. But do I have permission to help you maximize your potential with the truth of what it will really take? And usually they say yes. And so right up front, that's what I'll say is, you may not love what I have to say, but I do Mm -hmm. believe that if you were to apply the principles of what it really takes to maximize your potential, I think your life will change. I know your life will change. And that's really why we're here. At Next Level You, that's what we're about, getting you to the next level. And what got you to this level is not going to get you to the next one. And we know that. So we're here to shake the uh, snow globe, so to speak. And we want to give the truth. At the end of the day, there's a lot of people in the personal development, self-improvement industry who are trying to show you the shortcuts and there really aren't when it comes to personally developing yourself there aren't any shortcuts mm-hmm. right you're working on yourself That's good That's and good. our goal is to help people get to the next level of health wealth life and love and like you said heart driven but no bs we want to tell right. you like it is and through our experiences through our clients experiences our listeners that is our goal That's awesome and you know I think it's I like what you what you're saying too right it's it's not going to be easy there is no shortcut and so what I wanted to talk, touch on is what got you here? What got you guys doing this, right? Because you didn't just get up and say, oh, that's what we're going to do. Next level university. It takes sometimes that failure to give you that feedback, right? Oh, yeah. And those hard times to push you to something new. That's why I kind of, I kind of like failure, to be honest, because it drives me, right? So every time like I fail at something like, okay, now I got to kill it some other way. I got to get this, right? And not everybody's like that, but I happen to to have that kind of a mind. <laughs> My husband hates to fail. I'm like, yeah, let's fail. You know, <laughs> totally different personalities. But I want to know what got you guys here because I know that it had to, something had to happen, right? So I know, Alan, I just read a little bit of your bio of what might have happened in, in your past and in your life that made you get here. But I would like to know from both of you, what got you to this point, to this next level university part? So I'll try to give you the shortened version, but <clears throat> from a very, very, very young age, my mom taught me that life was about choices. Still mm-hmm. to this day, 32 years of age, that is still the best lesson I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Life is about choices. She said, Alan, mm-hmm. you can be a CEO or you can be a farmer, but if you shoot high and shoot for CEO, you can wake up one day and decide to go farming, but it doesn't necessarily work the other way around. So aim high That's good. and you'll have choices. And that was something she was absolutely right about. So from a very young age, I was basically what she taught me is that if you do really, really well in school, you'll have choices. And so I did that. Eighth grade comes and she says, I'm going to take a chance on you. I'll let you take eighth grade off. Now I still go to school, but basically I don't have to try. She just kind of allowed me to get, you know, C's and D's. So if you look at my, I know (laughs) if you look at my academic career, it's all A's and B's, mostly A's in middle school, which is eighth grade. So eighth grade, right before high school, it's literally C's and D's and a couple B's. And then she said, but you have to promise me you'll get the high school, uh, the president's award in high school. So the president's award in our country, I still have a plaque signed by George Bush, actually. It means not getting lower than a 95 GPA for all of high school. And so I got one B plus in honors English one time, everything else was straight A's. I hit my goal and I was that obnoxious guy at the award ceremony that like never sat down. They just kept calling his name. And so then I go to school, WPI, I become an electrical and computer engineer. That was brutal, very, very challenging. 
I stayed for my master's degree in business, very, very academically focused up to this point. Again, focused on having choices. Engineers, good at math, make a lot of money, have choices. Okay. Mm-hmm. 26 years old. And that's when I got in that car accident. After I had job hopped a lot and I already was making um, nearly $200,000 a year at that point, I had paid off all my student loans. And I had, again, what, what I think a lot of society says is success. And when I did get in that car accident, and the part of my story I haven't told you yet is that at the tail end of high school, I did some drinking and some partying. Through college, I was in a fraternity. I did some drinking and partying as well. And then in corporate, I was in uh, technical sales. And the big part of that culture was drinking as well. So at this point, my health was not on the rise. It was on the decline. And I wasn't like any sort of like drink every single day type of person, but I definitely drank too much and too often from my perspective. And so anyways, I'm 26 years old. There was no alcohol this night, but the road actually stayed right. I thought it stayed left. I'm up in New Hampshire, my little cousin. And I was supposed to yield, but didn't. It was a really bad year. Uh, The snow banks in New Hampshire were like up above the signs. I see this truck in front of me, brightest lights I'd ever seen, huge lift kitted truck, like big truck. And I was just like, I had that actual moment of this might be it. Mm -hmm. I actually thought this was it. I basically had that moment of there's no way I'm going to survive this. And it's interesting because we were interviewing Stephen Kotler earlier and he talks about how sometimes one second can feel like 10 seconds. And then sometimes five hours can feel like five minutes. I had that. It felt like slow motion of like, this is the end. It didn't end up being the end. Fortunately, I was in a 2004 Volkswagen Passat. I used to call it the tank German engineered steel car and both airbags did deploy. My little cousin hurt his knee. I hurt my face on the airbag later that night though. I'm completely messed up because My father passed away in a car accident when he was 28. I'm 26 at the time, questioning everything. My little cousin was tweeting it. He was sort of young and invincible. He wasn't as as, uh, shaken as me. I'm sitting in an armchair drinking whiskey, just wondering, like, was my whole life wrong? I was flooded with so much regret. And now I live by the simple saying of the stars are there all throughout the day, but sometimes it takes the darkness Mm. to see them. I saw two stars. One was Tony Robbins' TED Talk. Anyone listening, if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. And the second one was a book by Bronnie Ware. And I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. To this day, Mm. I have a flashcard in my pocket with all five of the regrets. Basically, she worked in hospice for eight years. Mm. She thought her job was to take care of the terminally ill, but her real job was to listen. And she heard the same patterns of regret. I wish, I wish, I wish. The number one regret of the dying is I wish I had lived a life true to myself yeah, and not what others expected of me. Yeah, And I, at this point, Kevin and I are so blessed to have more than a thousand coaching calls between the two of us, Mm. podcasting, speaking, interviewing, studying people, business consulting, podcast consulting. We have such a global understanding of the human condition with so much data at this point, regardless of sex or race or economic background. I mean, we, we coach multimillionaires all the way to people that are struggling with even the thought of suicide. And we work with everybody in between. And this one simple principle, this one simple idea, living a life true to yourself, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. challenging to do. It takes so much courage, so much, yeah, carve your own unique path. 
Mm-hmm. And so your original question was literally like, you knew something bad had to happen to wake us up. And you're absolutely right. And that was my awakening. After that, I went all in on personal development, which at this point is an understatement. But that's why we've designed our entire life around this idea of making positive choices and getting to the next level of you. So next level university, we call it next level you because it's about you. I can't tell you who you should be. Only you know who you should be, but I can teach you principles on that will amplify your own unique greatness. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're all about. Mm, well said. That's amazing. Well said. Go ahead, Kevin. Your your turn. You know, my story is <laughs> very, very different than Alan. So Alan your finest universities in the United States. I didn't go to college. Uh, I was always the, the kid. I was the gas station attendant all through high school and afterwards when all my friends went off to college. Nothing against you if you work at a gas station. I did it for a long time. But I was always the person who felt like the underdog. That is, mm-hmm. I have never quit mm-hmm. tattoo to my arm. That's my motto. That's the way I've lived my life. So when I was 25, I got this really, really good job opportunity as a foreman for a construction company traveling up and down the East Coast of the United States. And for me, signing up to something and getting paid you know, $90 an hour to do something was amazing. So it felt like I was living the dream. Like Alan said, I just did a bodybuilding show. So I was in the best shape of my life. My girlfriend was a model at a brand new sports car, brand new apartment. Everything seemed like it was amazing. My girlfriend left me because I was super depressed. I was anxious. I was a shell of myself. And when she left me, I had to look in the mirror and realize that I'm not confident at all. I'm super Mm -hmm. Mm insecure. I don't really enjoy what I'm doing, right? I'm not, I don't have a bright future. I don't feel great about where I am. And this was my initial dive into personal development. I started listening to audiobooks, but I started saying positive affirmations. And I would say, I'm handsome, I'm intelligent, I'm talented, I'm worthy. And this is the problem, Nina. This, this last one here really got me. This year, I will make the most money I've ever made yeah. in my entire life. Woo, that's going <laughs> to fix it. So the next year starts, and I get a promotion to a foreman at my company. That year, we get to the end of the year. I had been on the road for 10 months. So 10 months out of 12, I was in Krusty Hotel after Krusty, Krusty Hotel. The Red Roof Inn was a, a favorite of my company. Nothing against the Red Roof Inn, just not the finest hotels <laughs> establishment I've ever stayed in. So we get to the end of the year, and all I wanted to do was make six figures. Mm. At 26 years old with no college degree, underdog, right? If I can make six figures, everything's going to be fine. So I'm sitting at my kitchen table. I open my paste up, and I made six figures, but nothing changed. Right, felt right. the same. And in that moment, I realized that it doesn't matter what car you're driving. It doesn't matter who you're going to bed next to. All that matters is this. And mm-hmm. I created a podcast called the Hyperconscious Podcast. We've since rebranded. <laughs> but at that moment, when I started the podcast, for the first time, I actually felt like I had a purpose. I felt like there was something greater than myself that I was attached to. And this job that brought me all this safety, this security, this money, then became a pain in my ass. Because I'm traveling all the time and I want a podcast, I want to interview people, and I just feel like I'm getting pulled in the wrong direction. And I literally started calling out of work. I'd leave the job early. I'd have to be in New Jersey, which is a five-hour ride from Massachusetts. I would sleep in my bed from 10 p.m. till 2 a.m., wake up, drive five hours, work an eight-hour day, go to the gym. And then on Friday, I would do the opposite. So sometimes I was up for 30 hours straight you know, not sleeping, not eating healthy. It was just bad. And it got to the point where it was a cold morning and I'm sitting on the edge of the hotel bed and I'm lacing up my work boots. And I've done this 
hundreds and hundreds of times before. And the best way to explain it is there was just 10 televisions on in my head at the same time. And I couldn't really understand what was going on. I was just super overwhelmed. It was just noisy, but I could make out some things. And one of the things was you're stuck here. You're stuck at this job. Hmm. If you leave here, everybody's going to say you're crazy. Like, what is your family going to think? What are your friends going to think? And this is the one that jumped out the most. Do you really think you can be a successful podcaster? Like, do you really think you can do this for a living and yeah. really, you know, turn this into a career? And in that moment, I genuinely felt like the best thing for me to do would be to take my life. Because if I took my life, I took my problems with me. Now, luckily, I had Alan in my corner. I sent him a Snapchat message and said, hey, I'm going through it right now. And he said, we just need to make some changes. You've grown, but you haven't really changed your environment. So three months later, I left that job. Uh, we went full-time into podcasting together, speaking, coaching, and then we rebranded, I don't know, probably 400 episodes in in Next Level University. And we're 630 episodes in. We have uh, 40, 50 clients. We've done virtual speeches around the country. And uh, it's, it's amazing. I'm so very grateful for the opportunity to serve because yeah. I, I know what it's like to be at rock bottom and not want to be here anymore. So I don't ever want anybody to have to feel that way. Were you guys uh, always friends or how did you uh, come about getting to know each other? Very interesting. We went to school together. And when we were younger, okay. middle school, we were friends. Mm -hmm. I, I, Alan and I played spin the bottle. In but his Alan was, was failing in middle school. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Only eighth grade. So this is <laughs> eighth grade. <laughs> so he came to my fifth grade birthday party. It was a it was a rager. And it was, it was good. And uh we invited the popular girls. There's yes. three of them. And then of course, uh, of course. <laughs> Ryan, me, and you. Yeah. And we, we played spin the bottle in the basement. I peaked early, Nina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh Kevin kissed my girlfriend on in the basement. And uh friendship I, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, fast forward a little bit. It's interesting. Um, and that's all playful and fun, but we were great friends in the beginning of middle school in high school though, when we reconnected a little bit, I was very, very, very academic mm -hmm. and probably pretty arrogant. And I think Kevin was very insecure. Super. And so we didn't mesh. Right. Uh, he didn't like me. I didn't like that. He didn't like me. Right. That whole thing. Right. Um, and then later in life we reconnected and personal development became sort of a, we both dropped our egos and mm. just wanted to be the best men we could. I think Kevin has always focused on his character. Appreciate that. Absolutely. And I think I was always focused on success. And mm. I think that both of us had success and both of us had character, but I think right. he's helped me even more with my character and I've definitely helped him. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, more with success. There's that ego. Yeah, yeah exactly. There it is. <laughs> it had to flare. It had to flare. That's funny. <laughs> um, but now we're both character driven and, and no BS, you know, heart. So when you guys, so when this happened with both of you going through learning about um, developing, you know, uh, personal development, were you friends then or were you already on this trajectory and then it, your, your lives collided back together? Like, how did, how did that work out? Alan got me into personal development. Okay. Alan, I don't remember, like he was my first guest when I had the hyperconscious podcast. So I okay. by myself and he was like, just hanging out. It seemed like he was just hanging out because <laughs> he had already left his job. He had $150,000 okay. in the bank. He's just hanging out eating Chipotle. And I was like, that sounds like that's a pretty good life. <laughs> That's a pretty good Funny. life. So <laughs> Alan kind of became my, my mentor. Mm. And I kind of just said like, what do I do? Right. And he was there right. to guide me. And, and still to this day, like 
Alan's ahead of me when it comes to personal development. He studied it way more than I have. I'm definitely more jacked than he is, which is honestly <laughs> all that matters at the end of the day. <laughs> Neither it was. Like, yes. Okay. I understand. But the, all that matters. That's all that matters, Kevin. The, the one thing that I, that I always like to make clear to people is like Alan and I aren't just friends. We have been through the ringer together in this right, right. of being right. broke, of being heartbroken, of being laughed right. at. So it's way deeper than just a business or a friendship. It is a brotherhood at this point. Right, right. We, mm -hmm. we want the same thing. We want to make personal development. We want to bring it to the masses, mm -hmm. accessible and acceptable. Accessible right. where anybody can have it, but acceptable where you have a community where you can actually talk about the things you want to talk about and you can actually be the person that you are. Like that's our goal. It's a right. huge goal, but we're willing to fight. Yeah, because it's, it's a hard thing, right? It, it's hard. Well, I mean, immediately you start to be feel like an imposter, right? Immediately you, you feel like an imposter when you want to be who you authentically are. Right. Um, so Alan, were you, did you struggle at all with, um, with you, with depression or anything like that yourself as you were growing in your career or were you pretty content in what you were doing? And it was the accident that changed your tra trajectory on that. Uh, I struggled with, so I, I'm a very, very naturally self-confident person, but what, what I struggled with a lot was alcohol. Okay. I, I feel like, and hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So, right. so now at chapter 32 of this life, I have a much deeper understanding of what was going on. So from this new lens, I can see clearly now that I was using alcohol as an opportunity to try to be normal oh, got and it. be regular. I, I, I really realized that in hindsight, I was trying to fit in. And um, there are a few people that I've met in my life, my girlfriend in particular, I actually said this to her. I said, sweetheart, I think it would be, it would take more effort for you to try to be normal than for you to just go flourish. And I think at the end of the day, I think I grew up in an environment that, that I didn't naturally fit into. Mm -hmm. And so I think I was trying to, I've always been extremely aspirational, um, like to a, to a ridiculous extent, genuinely. I, I, I've always been extremely, extremely like Steve Jobs was my hero. And, you know, that quote that I still have on my wall of only those who are crazy enough to believe they can change the world are the ones who do. Mm -hmm. And I, I've always resonated with that type of thinking, you know, the misfits, the, those types. Mm -hmm. And, but, but I wasn't, I didn't grow up in an environment with a lot of people like that. I grew up in a very small town um, with a very, you know, yeah, I'll just say it, Uxbridge, Mass, it's a small town and it has a small town mentality and that's fine. But I was never like that. So I think what I did is I, for me, alcohol turned that aspirational stuff off for me. Okay. Um, so it made me feel a little more normal and it, and it definitely, um, I had a lot of fun and stuff, but at the end of the day, I think I was really poisoning my own greatness in many regards. And like I said, right. to your listeners up front, like it is what it is. I had someone reach out to me, um, a client today and said, what was it that actually made you, she literally said, I'm studying alcohol and how to overcome it. And, and what was it that really, really made you stop? And I said, I couldn't live with the idea of not maximizing my potential. And I said that I've come to understand mm -hmm. at this stage of my life that, that my brain and my body are my most valuable assets. And I couldn't live with this idea of, of poisoning them. Right. So right. to answer your original question, yes, I was very depressed at times because for me, not maximizing my potential made me very, very, very upset. And oh, I see. Yeah. I felt like I, 
I felt like I was definitely, um, I didn't fit in anywhere. I, I didn't know where I fit. I never, I didn't feel like I, and when I found personal development, that's when I knew the solution. I, I saw Tony Robbins Ted talk, I swear to you. And I was like, that's my mission. Right. I'm going to do what he did even bigger. Yeah. He does that to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's great. And, and, and here we are. Right. And, and I'm seven years later. Um, and, because of technology, I believe that Kevin and I have an opportunity to bring personal development to the masses in a way oh, that yeah. maybe Tony couldn't. And he still is, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's a little bit about what I went through. I definitely went through bouts of depression. But one thing I never didn't have, and this is why I think I was able to persevere, a bright future. I've just, I've always believed in my own brighter future. And I'm telling you, that got me through the darkest times. Mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm. I, that's my sort of takeaway from this episode is like, you have a choice and you have a brighter future. And if you start mm-hmm. making new choices today, your future can be what you want it to be. If, as long as you give yourself enough time, you know, do you think you still would have felt that way though? If you would have kept on the, the road of being an engineer felt what way about choice, the, the, the bright, you know, the bright future and, and all of that. Right. Because sometimes I think if you don't fill your calling or what you're built for, right? Like you guys do this well, you do this personal development very well, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've been watching you guys. I've seen you on a couple of podcasts. I went on your website, which is amazing. We're going to touch on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm wondering if you would have kept on the engineering or if, if you would have kept being the foreman or, you know, would you have seen a brighter future? Because would you have walked in to what you're walking into in life right now, which I believe is your calling? Appreciate you. So Nina, uh, this is, I'll, I'll kind of explain this and hopefully this will, this will answer your question. I know, I know that it will. I think that it will. Okay. To me, every single one of us has three main facets at all times. Okay. We have our core aspirations. We have our core values and our core beliefs. That's what makes up a human That's being. That's good. Mm-hmm. Core beliefs are from our past. Okay. We're all born into this world, naked, scared, and ignorant. And we only have two main beliefs and that's be fear of falling or fear of loud noises. Everything else is downloaded. So right now, if you're listening, you have core beliefs. All of them are made up to this point. If I show you a cross with Jesus on it, if you live in Jerusalem, that means something very different than if you were born in Uxbridge, Mass. Okay, because it's, it's, you've been imposed, you've been conditioned with certain beliefs. Okay, so anything that's been learned can also be unlearned. Beautiful. So again, Core aspirations, core values, core beliefs. Beliefs mm-hmm. are about your past. Right. Core values are how you show up in the present. Core aspirations Good. are what you're building towards for a better future. Right. And all of us at all times are our past, our present, and our future all in one. See, some people say, ah, oh, don't worry about the past. BS. Yeah. I Learn think from too. it. Learn yeah. from it. The yeah. present, all that matters Good. now, also BS. Plan for your future. Are you kidding me? All that matters is now. I don't know who says that. Not true. <laughs> You've got to strategize for the future. Come on now, right? This business wouldn't yeah. be a thing if all we cared about was now. Okay. It's all three combined. I get it, right? So some people say, don't worry about the past. Don't think about the future. No, no, no. You are currently an amalgamation of your past, your present, and your future all simultaneously. Right. And I believe fulfillment is the soul's recognition of alignment with its highest self. I always had a bright future, Nina. What I wasn't clear on is my core values. Okay. The bright future that I was shooting towards, I had core aspirations that were clear, but my core values, I wasn't as clear on. 
So I was willing to go outside of integrity. Right, right, right. That's, right, that's why good. I was depressed. Mm-hmm, See, Kevin mm-hmm. was depressed because he didn't have a bright future, or at least he didn't believe he did. Right. I was depressed because I was outside of alignment with my core values. But mm-hmm. my future was always bright. And I always knew that. Hopefully that answers your question. I yeah. never felt like I had a, a bright future. Even when I was making that money, it was like, I, I just, I remember what it was like to wake up on Monday and wish it was Friday. Right. I was, I've never wanted to do what everybody else did. Like I, my goal in high school was to be a professional fighter. I want, that's what I want. I was training in the gym, getting punched in the face while other people were partying or whatever they were doing. And I've just right. never wanted to go the route of other people. We have this thing called the pain pleasure pendulum that basically Alan and I had to go all the way to F no, all the way. Right. I, it doesn't get much closer than I was to not wanting to be here in order right. to shoot for hell. Yes. Mm. what happens if you're watching or listening you you can probably attest to this you'll have a terrible monday at work terrible and you'll walk out of there and say i'm not coming back here tomorrow i'm gonna quit this place tuesday gets a little bit better wednesday's hump day thursday is almost friday friday's friday (laughs) saturday and sunday you forget about it by monday the pain pleasure pendulum has gone down so you're not at f no anymore you're at like yeah this is this is what it is when you are in a life or death situation there is no other way right? Like I had That's everything right. I wanted and I was ready to just get rid of it all. Now we have a life of purpose, which I think is completely different. I don't mm-hmm. know that. I don't think I ever would have found this if I didn't have that, that rock bottom moment. Right. Like, right. I'd probably still be doing it. Do you feel like you're walking in your calling and your purpose right now? Are you in alignment? Oh, more than, more than I ever been. What, what of my best stories and the best feelings I've ever had? I was sitting in the standing in the kitchen one day And I didn't have any money. I didn't have any clients. The podcast wasn't getting any listens. But I remember standing in front of the stove and thinking for the first time in my life, I actually like who I am as a person. Yeah, not good. It's not about the car. It's not about the (laughs) tattoos or whatever. I'm just happy and proud of the man that I have become. And in that moment, it was like, oh, yeah, I think I'm, I I genuinely think I'm doing what I'm meant to do. And this is something that Alan and I talk about. A lot of people confuse their P's. So there's profit. And then there's passion. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. found something super profitable and tried to pretend that I was passionate about it. Now right. we found something we're super passionate about and we're willing to grind it out long enough where it became profitable. And now, gratefully, we're actually making money doing a podcast, which most people don't do. But it's because right. we chose to do something we loved. And then we right. found a way to stay in the game. Other people are only staying in the game for the money. And we kind of flip that on the, on its head. And I, I think it's such an important distinction for people. Yeah, well, you guys are way more than a podcast, right? So I want to get into that <laughs> because <laughs> you guys really have um, like great guests, great conversations. So tell my audience a little bit about what Next Level University is. My goodness. Whoever our, wants to take that on. <laughs> our ultimate vision is, so our website is Next Level Universe. The reason we okay. have it, branded that way is because we are going to have online courses. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a membership yeah, model where mm-hmm. people can sign up for a, a small monthly price to get all the information they need. Like an online campus. Yeah. Like an actual. Yeah. I saw that. And it looks like it's um, really going to be beneficial to whoever takes that course too, because um, it is a, a low fee. I saw, I saw that, but you look like you're like, you're like really impacting people with a lot of information, right? So I think they're going to get a lot out of that. So I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead, Kevin. No, that's that's just our first online course. We're going to have a legitimate online campus. That's awesome. There's health. You can learn about health. There's wealth. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about money. There's love. 
We're going to have the five love languages and relationship check-ins and all of that stuff. So right now it's a business, right? It started as a podcast. Now we do coaching and speaking. And I know Alan's debating on writing a book. So it has become our life's purpose. It's way more than a podcast to us now. Six episodes a week is very difficult, but it's, (laughs) I mean, it's just this amazing aligned vision and this amazing aligned life that we, like, this is our job. Yeah. Isn't that fun? It's so weird to me. (laughs) One day it'll be my full job too, but I love it. I love it. Cause this is where you really get to like meet people, you know, at that heart driven place, right? You just get to meet them and you get to see where people are and and what they're about. And, um, you know, a lot of people do contact me like, Oh, I'd love to be on your show. What are you doing? Oh, this didn't, sorry. That doesn't match with what I'm doing. Because if you're not going to use your life to impact somebody's life, you're not going to be on street talk. You know, we're not going to just talk about your product you know, but, um, and that's fine. That's fine for another podcast. It's just not for mine. Right. So when I saw you, I think it was, was it with Jeff, Jeff Lopes? I think that's where I saw you guys. And I'm like, Oh, I love these guys. So I was so happy that we connected. Um, but I went on your website and I was very excited and I'm super excited for my audience to know more about it. Um, so is it just starting now or you already have it in the works or how is that going? I'll try to give you the 10,000 foot view. So the main mission of the show is not just to be successful, but also fulfilled. And we have a deep core belief at Next Level U. Whether you're on the Next Level U team, we've got an 11 person team globally now at this point, which is amazing. Whether you're a client or whether or not you're just a listener. Um, This one deep belief that life is about what you choose. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the only rule at Next Level U is that you can't suppress people. You can't tell other people who or what they should be. If you want to like men, like men. If you want to like women, like women. We, we want you to choose. We believe that deeply. And, and believe it or not, I think that's one of the most rare things in the world because most people have a core belief that you should believe what they believe and you should be what they are and you should do what they do. And so that's where it starts at the core value level. But core aspiration wise, it's to bring that idea to the masses. It's to bring personal development, this idea that you can achieve your dreams through your own self-development. And that's why it's called next level you. Whether it's universe or university, it's how do we learn how to become the next level of you? Let every man or woman sweep their own porch and the whole world will be clean. What could this world be like if all of us were obsessed with our own personal development? Right. And, and so that's the really grand vision, but there's vehicles to get there. One of the vehicles is the podcast. That's the main vehicle. But then we've also got one-on-one coaching. We've got group coaching. We've got online courses. We've got a private Facebook group called Next Level Nation. And so Next Level Universe encapsulates all of it. Okay. Encapsulates all of it. Next Level University is the podcast. Next Level Nation is the private Facebook group. The Next Level Family is everyone in all those different layers. And so, like Kevin said, it's it's gotten it's proliferated really well. It's it's scalable and it's amazing. But we're here to try to bring personal development to the masses at the end of the day. But we're doing it. I mean, Kevin was on a call earlier today with a listener that that he had never met before, and it was free, free call for a listener. Like. We're, we're on the micro helping people day to day or yeah. a macro vision so that this whole globe can be better. And um, I think Kevin and I, and we didn't tell you this and then I'll, I'll, I'll get off this, but <laughs> Kevin grew up without a father as well. And so did I. And we both were raised by two women. I had an older sister 
and my mother and he had his grandmother and his mom and memes and his mom mom and memes and i think that's what makes us a little bit unique because we we're not the typical mm-hmm. guys. We're just not. And honestly, the more we lean into who we are, the even less typical guys we are. And most of our listeners are actually female. And I think that, I think that there's a real opportunity here to, to try to lead, be be the male role models that we never had. That's that's at the that's deep good as well. Yeah, that's good, right? And I mean, it's good to realize that about yourself as well, right? So that's amazing. So you, you, all of this is well, like you said, right? It's a business now. It's it. This is gonna. This is gonna grow. This is gonna grow really big and really fast, right? You guys are in it, and when you're doing it with the heart that you're doing it, like you said, Kevin took that call and it was free, and that's a you know micro thing. When you start touching people's lives because you just want to touch people's lives, mm-hmm. that changes the game, mm-hmm. right? That changes the game. I always feel like when you do something in serves in service to others, it's amazing how you get paid back for that, how the world just the universe, whatever you want to call it, God pays you back for that. And you know, you guys are your stories are so different, which is a which is another amazing tool that you have, because it's not two guys who came from the same thing, doing the same thing, trying to tell you what to do. Now you got you got two different completely different visions and two different paths. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, that's amazing. Like, do you guys ever coach together? Or do you guys picking like if somebody if I called would you guys be separate or together how do you do that when you do coaching it would depend on what you're you know what you specifically were looking for but mm-hmm. honestly what we do to keep the price down is we usually have people choose one or the other like our awesome. goal is to make it and like Alan said there's there's a next level for everybody but right. group coaching is cheaper than one-on-one coaching online courses are cheaper than group coaching and, and right. one coaching, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. It, it all depends on what the person wants, but at the end oh, of the so day- So you have all those as an offering then? Yeah, yep. it's, we oh, want wow. okay. a, win, a win-win. Like there's right. people out there that are going to charge you $5,000 a call. Like that's cool. And there's a place for that, but right. our listeners don't have $5,000 extra to spend on a coaching call. So if we really want to impact people, we have to make it sustainable, not only for ourselves, but for right, them. Right, right, for right? them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you guys are worth the $5,000 for that call. So well, I'm sure we'll, that's coming. We'll schedule that after. Totally fine. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Unpacked anyway, guys, inbox. <laughs> that's, no. that's amazing. No, you guys are doing great work, really. I And I wanted to tell you that personally, because I know I say that in little comments in here and there or whatever, but you guys are doing great work. And I love listening to what you guys have to talk about. You, you're always like dropping knowledge. You're dropping gems all the time. Um, so thank you for that. I am a listener. I'm a subscriber and I love you guys. So I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. But before I let you go, I do want you to tell my audience where they can kind of hook up with you guys, find you, follow you, um, and even call you for some coaching and stuff like that. So break it it down for me. So as you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, Next Level University, we are on every major and minor podcast app and all of our episodes are also in 4K on YouTube. I am at Never Quit Kid on Instagram. I'll let Alan go. Um, just to answer, circle back a little bit. So, oh so boy. Nina, you mentioned like who coaches and all that. Honestly, we have a, a policy and it's, it's what will serve the listener best is mm-hmm. always the focus. And so even earlier today, we gave a speech last night at, at my old fraternity, Alpha Cairo at WPI, and it was a national fraternity and there was 70 plus people there. It was awesome. Someone reached out via email and Kevin and I were literally sitting there like, okay, this person reached out. 
resonated tremendously. They want to start a podcast. Kevin is better at helping people start podcasts than me. Goes to Kevin. Mm-hmm. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, we serve the listeners, not right. the way around. So what right. does the listener need? Okay, you can't afford one-on-one group coaching. Okay, right. you can't afford group coaching. There's an online course. Okay, can't afford the online course. Guess what? We're a mentor in your pocket six days a week for free on iTunes. I'm, right. So who gets what has nothing that's to do with so us. Good. It has to yeah. do with what the, is best for the listener. And that's always been our focus because our desire is to serve. Of course, we want to do that and grow a business and you need to make money to do that. But it's impact, right. it's mastery, impact, and then profitability. Right. Mastery right. is our own personal development. Mm-hmm. Impact is what we can do to serve at scale. And profitability is how we grow. Yeah. Um, the business part. And so anyway, it's, yeah, yeah. If you're out there right now and you want, if any of this resonated with you, there might be a place for you at NLU, whether you're a listener or a group coaching client or a one-on-one client, just reach out Mm -hmm. to myself or Kevin again, um, in the show notes, our emails and all that stuff. So if you look at the podcast, check that out. If you love the podcast, you'll love us and you'll love our community. Yeah. We love you. We love you. We love you very, very much. And I thank you both for your time. Um, You have, um, you, you know, you impact me because I listen to you and I listen to what you have to say. And I do uh, write all the little gems down here and there when, especially if uh, it's hard when I'm driving to be writing these gems down, but I I listen. (laughs) (laughs) But I thank you guys for your time and for being here and for, you know, enriching my audience. Um, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. So and guys, I want to thank you guys for listening and watching. Don't forget to go ahead and subscribe and make sure that you follow these guys because you will not be disappointed. And in fact, you will be leaving with more knowledge than when you went in. So thank you guys for listening. This is Nina Perez and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time. Make sure that you visit our website at Straight Talk No Sugar Added, where you can subscribe to our show on iTunes and Stitcher or anywhere you listen to your podcast or on YouTube so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about our show, that would be awesome too. If you like this show, you might want to check out our book as well. It's Hit Me With Your Best Shot, How I Overcame a Hard-Hitting Life. I am Nina Perez, and I am here for you. If you are looking for private coaching, make sure that you email me at hello at straighttalknosugaraddit.com. Until next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.